Welcome to this episode of Diz Insiders, a podcast for the entire family. Every topic we discuss is a conversation starter, so be sure to visit our Facebook page if you want to chime in and share your thoughts with us. As always, we're sponsored by Wish Draws Travel. The experts at Wish Draws Travel can make planning your Disney World, Adventures by Disney, Cruise, or Universal trip easy and fun. Check out wishdraws.com so you can talk to a trustworthy expert in the travel industry at no cost to you. This is episode 11 for the week of January 6, 2019, and our topic today is transportation at Disney. Today we've got Kendra with us. Hi, I'm Kendra and I'm 8 years old. And Monica. Hi, I'm Monica and I'm 10 years old. Kendra and Monica have stayed at more than half of the Disney resorts already in their young lives, and they want to share some of the best ways to get around Disney. So we'll go with the most obvious first. Boat. Boats are a great way to get around Disney. Uh, They are offered at a couple of different locations. Uh, They have some boats at Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. Where else do they have boats, guys? Um... Don't they have some boats at, like, the Polynesian? They do. So if you're staying on a monorail resort, you can actually ride a boat as an alternative option. It's usually a little bit less crowded. Yeah, more relaxed. They have boats on, what is it called? Um, I forgot what it's called. The, not Caribbean Beach, the Yacht Club and Beach Club. Yeah, Yacht Club and Beach Club. They have boats available. So here's kind of how it works. Depending on where you're staying or where you're going, a boat ride might be the best way to get where you want to go. For example, if you are at Hollywood Studios and you want to go to Epcot, you can actually ride a boat from the Hollywood Studios park entrance to the back entrance of Epcot, or vice versa. It's pretty convenient, although I will say now there's another mode of transportation that could be maybe arguably faster, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Boats are also available for Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, and Port Orleans Riverside. And from those resorts, the boat will take you to um, Disney Springs. Yep. So that's pretty convenient. It's a very fun thing to ride the boat where you're going. Yes, it is a very fun ride. Next up, we'll talk about... Um, the buses. Um, I like the buses, but I feel like um, there's like... If it's really really crowded, it's like you're you're. If it's really cl- crowded, you're gonna get like. I don't like being in. I don't like being with a lot of people breathing over my neck or being really close to me. So for me, the bus isn't my favorite way from get to get to place to place. Now, like we one time stayed um, for a late dinner and we got the bus all to ourselves. So sometimes you can get lucky. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we actually learned a strange thing about the buses on our last trip. We did the Kiss Good Night for Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And if you don't know what that means, that means you literally shut down the park. So I think Hollywood Studios closed at 8 o'clock and we had a, or they closed, yeah, at 8 o'clock and we had an 8.15 dinner at Sci Fi Diamond Theater. When we were done eating, we were like, started to get a little panicky there was no one else in the parks it was completely empty aside from cast members they guided us out we couldn't just wander around throughout the park they were kind of there yeah they were aware of where we were at and as we 
we're nearing the exit. They had buses waiting for us um, to take us where we wanted to go. And we got our own bus with no one else on it. We did get our own bus. It turns out they actually don't stop running the bus until the last guest leaves the park. So that was kind of a new discovery for us on this trip. The buses do tend to be crowded, but they are very faithful um, transportation methods. They go pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I do agree with Monica that if you're in, like, the busiest week when something's, like, really opening that day, that is going to be crowded, but I think everything's going to be crowded because everybody's trying to get there. Yeah. And um, the thing is with the bus is that it's not the quickest transportation, but I also like it because you can see out the window and you can look at all the stuff and you can look at all the other parks that you go through to get to where you are. That's true. And the buses do run early in the day and they run until the park is closed. So you can always catch the bus. Um, I know some of the other modes of transportation have kind of stricter hours that they operate within. But the buses really are very convenient. Um, they're very good for people who have strollers or wheelchairs. They make it really easy yeah. for them too. All right. The third mode of transportation that we're going to discuss is, is monorail. This one does go fast, but it can be crowded. It can be crowded. And it is stroller and wheelchair friendly, but... Boy, do those things take up some room in those tiny cabins, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, for, like, crowded transportation, this monorail, the monorail may be my favorite because it goes a lot quicker than the buses could because they don't have to stop at lights, be careful of traffic. The monorails can just keep going, and sometimes they can get stopped by other monorails that are passing through, too. But mostly it's a really fast thing. It's quick. Um, they can go to a lot of places. So, yeah. That's also one thing I like about the monorail. One thing I like about the monorail is that it's so, it's just, it's just so nice in there. Like yeah. Like, seats, there's nice seats. Yeah. You can sit down and feel really comfortable. It is, and especially when you've been walking all day to yeah, get on the monorail and sit down. Just sit down good. for a minute, <laughs> cool down, get some so, conditioning. Yeah, so the monorail goes a couple of places. Uh, there's a monorail loop, which is a resort loop. Um, it stops at the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian. It also stops at Magic Kingdom and the Ticket Transportation Center. And then from the Ticket Transportation Center, you can ride from Magic Kingdom's parking area over to Epcot. Mm-hmm. So one yes. of our favorite things, last year we stayed at the Polynesian... And the Polynesian is really, really close by to the Ticket Transportation Center. Yes. So for us, getting to Epcot and Magic Kingdom, we could just walk to the Ticket Transportation Center and hop on the monorail to Epcot. Or we could get on the Resort Loop monorail and ride to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And it was very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So the monorail is really nice. Um, They do have a lot of... uh, refurbishments that are going on with it right now but i think when they finish those it'll be really really great now last but not least for disney's provided transportation we have the skyliner 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 gondola (laughs) the gondolas are really new they've only opened up in the last couple months they've had a few little hiccups along the way but 
They are very convenient. They move really fast and it's smooth. Yeah. And um, there's somebody like, it's like somebody who's talking to you says like what your, which resort you're from and tells you where the two places that you're stopping. Right. What I like about the Skyline or gondolas is you can go above everything and see a lot more things than you could riding the bus or a boat or a monorail or, so, or something like that. Actually, the monorail, you could probably could see the same amount of things. Um, the Skyliner gondolas are always moving. They're really fun because you can just walk right in. There's never really a line because, again, they're always moving. They, um, um, they will, don't they, like, go at certain times? They do. They have set operating hours. I know. <laughs> We ran into a little bit of trouble with the Skyliner. We were there for the opening week of the new Rise of the Resistance ride, which yes, is busy, 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 packed, packed. Um, but because people were entering the parks at six a.m., even though Disney said that they were opening at nine, we wanted to get there at six a.m. and make sure that we were going to get into a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. So, um, I was staying at Coronado Springs, so I took a different method of transportation, but my brother, and actually I thought the buses would be running, but I never could find a bus. My brother was staying at Pop Century, which has Skyliner access, and he thought on the sign it said like 6 or 6.30 that the gondola started running, so he was waiting for them to start up. And there was a line of people there waiting who thought the same thing, but when they looked in the app, the app actually showed that it didn't start till 8 o'clock that day. Oh. So they ended up just getting a different mode of transportation. So what I think what I'm trying to tell you here in the long run is you might want to check on the app before you see what's in the little heading, like the little TV screen, right? Right. Yes. So if you're heading there and you want to get there early for anything, you might want to check the app if you're sitting at a resort that can take you to one of um, the places that you're trying to go to. Right, and where the buses were there for us until the last park left the guest, the Skyliner stopped operating that day at 11 p.m. And after that, you just couldn't get on. It wasn't running anymore. So, it's really cool though. It is so quick. It can go over water and over land. So it makes it really convenient for getting places the most direct path. I mean, it was definitely a bigger cabin than I thought it looked like. Yeah. There was probably room for yes. at least eight or ten people in there if you, you know, didn't have, like, giant when, people. Because when we go to Disney, we bring, we bring a crowd with us. But if you did bring a stroller or a wheelchair in there, there wouldn't be room for much else. It wasn't like the monorail or, I mean, the bus, you know, where you could just kind of fit everything in. Yeah, yeah you could do. on benches. Yeah. So it's if you have, like, a... A stroller or like a wheelchair you know what you could do you can either put it in the one in front of you hmm. the one behind <laughs> you and that way you have one full and then once you get out you just go you probably want to put it in the one behind you or else well somebody has to ride with it to get your wheelchair on how will it get off okay or well then if you have a big crowd then you put one person in that one and then the other one yeah you could definitely try that well the skyliner was really cool um we have some friends who have a little claustrophobia and they tried it, and they weren't even didn't have any issues because it, you could see out, and the windows were open, and you get an air breeze. So, so it, my mom yes. has this friend. Shout out to Emily Guy. <laughs> <laughs> her and Nicole were talking about how they would hate being stuck in one of those Skyliner things with her 
because when they were on a flight with her, she started freaking out because there was smoke coming out of a vent, and she was, like, freaking out, and she just is, like, very, like, she doesn't like tight spaces, so it's just really funny how she reacts to that, but hello, Emily. Yes. So, I mean, even if you're afraid of small spaces, it really isn't bad. It was, it was very open feeling. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then there is also the option if you are a Disney Resort guest that you can um, you could stay at one of the resorts and then you can drive your own car and it's free. So if you don't want to get into a, a transportation with someone else, you definitely have the option to just drive your own car. They'll know that you're a resort guest and then your parking would be free. Last but not least, we have become masters of the Lyft. Lyft or Uber. <laughs> Boy, has that made some of our early mornings and late evenings just a little bit easier. If yes. you are trying to get to the parks early, um, the My Disney Experience app with the, the latest update, you can see the bus arrival times, and um, that way you know if you just missed the bus or if it's coming soon. Um, they also have TV screens that show that now at the bus stops for the resorts. Yeah. However, we have started realizing that in the morning, we could shave like 20 minutes off of our arrival time by just walking to the front desk, ordering a lift. We would grab our coffee and donuts. We can eat them in the car usually or, you know, as we're waiting for the lift. Yep. And then they just drop us off right at the front entrance. And something I like about Lyft is you don't feel... I like riding in different kinds of cars instead of having, like, one car. So when we're at Disney, if we take a lift, it's fun that we get other different cars to ride in for fun. And um, I like that, like, the usually the people who are driving you are very friendly. They're nice. So, like, they're, they're really nice conversation people you can have conversations with. They take you to the best area to drop you off at that they can. Um... It's also nice because you're not, like, like I said, like, I'm not very a crowd person. So, like, there's not a huge crowd by you or, like, crying babies, which are really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. It's nice and quiet if you're not talking. Yeah, something I really like about gondolas is, uh, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> I mean, lifts, is that the people are really nice and they interact with you and they talk to you. And then they can ask you, like, how's your trip? How are you doing? Or, like, stuff, like, how, what you've been doing? Or, like, ask you what you're excited for, if it's your first day. And, yeah. Definitely. And one thing that we would tell you, like, a little insider trip, like, tip that we can give you is do not take a lift to the Magic Kingdom to save time because if you do... They will drop you off at the Ticket Transportation Center. That is as close as the non-Minnie Mouse car lifts or Ubers can get. So if you are trying to save time, it really won't save you that much time if they drop you off at the Ticket Transportation Center because you'll still have to ride the ferry boat or the monorail across Bay Lake to get to the Magic Kingdom Park entrance. Yes. So there, there's one little trip tip for you. Yeah. <laughs> But there's, I mean, Disney's transportation systems are so 
advanced and so fun. Walt really loved transportation. He loved trains, um, the people mover, and his plans for Epcot with the monorail. I mean, it's all his dream come true. So we just hope that you find one transportation method that you love the most. You try to always get that one. But then, you know, you use the others as you need to because they all work so great. What's your favorite transportation? Oh, I think my favorite right now, honestly, I like the boats. I've been really digging the boat ride from, like, Epcot to Hollywood Studios. And when we stayed at Polynesian, I really enjoyed riding the boat instead of the monorail across the lake at night. It was just really relaxing. My favorite transportation is probably I have to go with the lift. And I think my favorite transportation is the monorail because you get to see out and you get you know, going fast and you get to see everything. Well, we hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode of Diz Insiders. Be sure to chime in on our Facebook page and let us know your favorite mode of transportation at Disney. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.